Okay. Sleep is not shame. I'm still fighting for one, but okay. You let me know. Page Kuf Zayin. Kuf Zayin. Are you going to be going to one or one? I can't go. To, I can't go to one. I can go to like one or five. Is yeah. you, you have to be someplace else. No, I was, no. I, I have. Know. I can go to like one or five because I have because I have somebody that's waiting for me back there. I'm supposed to meet. <clears throat> I, we were learning. We were learning about about how to. How to get to the bottom, really, of all of of all of our problems with midas and tovakas a little bit. That the eitzah is only by building up from the bottom and up from scratch. Aramune and hashgacha pratis, and that's why he was explaining. We're talking a lot about this last week. That you can't wait till something till something uh, unusual happens or some great difficulty. God forbid, or something. That in that situation, if you haven't, if you haven't been developing your emunah and hashgacha pratis and Hashem's presence every minute in your life, if you haven't been working on that and building it with the smaller everyday things in life, then then you're not going to have the the resources to deal with God forbid with the larger things that we have to contend with in life. You might be able to get a little chizik, but we were talking last week about you might have some hisayris or some chizik. But ultimately, you're not going to be able to contend with, it, with those things in life, and it's not just with with things that are not God forbid, things that are not, you know, tragedies or things like that. But even it, it, getting angry and dealing with children and dealing with all the all the problem uh, of life. So on Kuvzayin, in the middle of the page, which says, "Vehu Mosif Vaimela Atzma." Gracious, Olav Lagila Gracious. All over Lahagil, Etzam Hakar of Madrigo, Sokagon. Lacha Shakas, Yakir Shakas, and Ivea, Michaiser Emuna. The beginning is that he says this obviously takes a great deal of time. The person, after after he loses his temper, the first thing is, if he's working on this, even though he has this, even though he had. Lemaisa, uh, he slipped. But Yakir Shakaz, that this cause Nevei Michaiser Amuna. What's the reason that I'm? What's the reason that I lost my temper? What's the reason that I lost my temper? The reason that I lost not, not the reason. Uh, you know, to, to talk about again, all the different reasons why a person would get angry. Because the bottom line is that the reason that I lost my temper is because of a lack of Amuna. I'm missing Amuna. There's something missing in my Amuna. Is the chat saying it's got a practice on the cast also? When the person begin, is already at this stage in his life where he's able to at least, at least to stop and to think and to remember why am I, why am I losing my temper? Right? That's not the hashgacha part. Is not to cause a person to lose his temper. That's your bechira of how you react to something. What happens in the world is not our bechira, but our attitude or our reaction. Of course, that's our bechira. So that's our avodas. How we react to things. What happens? That's not up to us. But the but the bechira that we have is how do we feel or how do we react and how do we deal with the matzav that Hashem brought our way. So once this person already says, 
already acknowledges that the problem, the underlying problem here is not anything other than this Nakuda of something missing in Mayamuna in Ashkocha Pratis. And he says, Kadmus. That's already progress. It's already he's already making progress. The fact that he that he's able to acknowledge this and to recognize this and to know what's the root of the problem, that's progress. Now he continues to say to himself, he goes right I also have to be honest and I know it's most likely I'm gonna get angry again in my life. Could be like a half hour from now. I know this is going to happen again. And if it happens again, then I'll get angry. I'll lose my temper. I'm not going to give up on this Indian. And again, as we spoke about last week, the issue is not the anger management. All of these lessons of managing the anger and what the and and. And, and how to deal with anger all of these H's are not getting to the shirish of why is it that you're losing your temper the reason that you're, the reason that you're losing your temper is because of chisar and amun chisar and amun that's what Chazal say so what does that mean? if you get angry not if you feel angry but if you lose your, if you lose your temper on a higher level, even if you feel that way, I think that's a big madrega. But if you lose your temper, it's as if you're an idol worshiper. It doesn't mean you're going to any totem pole. means that the Gemara says on the Pesach, there shouldn't be any foreign god inside of you. And what does that mean? It means a Jew shouldn't have a foreign god inside of him. So Chazal tell us that means that when a person when a person loses his temper at that moment it's as if there's no God because because if if he had not just that God exists that's not going to all of us believe that Hashem exists but that doesn't prevent us from getting angry because the shirish of anger is that that helen that loss of consciousness of God's presence at that moment in everything that's happening. You can still believe in God, but you don't feel that He's this second involved in every single thing that's happening to me this second. So if you miss your exit on the highway, you start banging the thing, you start, you know, screaming, no, going crazy, or, you know, you get stuck in traffic, or all of these things in everyday life, and it becomes much more serious. And there are other, it's one thing if you're alone in the car, but then it has with children, and all different things. It's all, it's all, because the, the, it all comes from this problem of underdeveloped emuna, of emuna that hasn't yet been refined to believe in Hashgacha Pratis Mamish and you have to work on this and remember, the avod is not with big things in life not even, you know not even, you know, missing the exit which is not, a, obviously that's not a, a serious thing, but but not any kind of a crisis, you don't wait for a crisis, even if it's a, a dumb crisis like, you know, missing your, your turn you don't wait for a crisis to work on these inyanim. That's the whole point of the Sefer. The work, to work on Hashgachah Pratis day after day after day, on a regular day, with all the things that are going on around you, and stopping and thinking about it, being misbeining, till you become such a person that lives with the Rebbein That's what he explains. Until I be'emes be'emes feel 
that the Baruch Shalom is the one who does everything. Claiming. Loichim is on the Kudus Hadakais. We have to take the Nekudos Hadakais, Hapshutais, to take these more uh, simple and lighter, simple Hayom Yomiyas daily things that Sheyeshnan. Nekudos Sheein Lahem Kol Nekudos Nagdus. Nekudos is Nagdus. Right? Where there's nothing. Remember, we spoke about this last week. Where there's nothing that's a, there's no there's no strong there's no opposition. And it was to you sitting you sitting by the by the bus stop. And, and, and remembering that there's Ashgacha Pratis on the cat that's passing by, or there's Ashgacha Pratis on, on, on where this car is going as you watch the traffic of that car, there's, no, there's nothing inside you that's opposed to you believing that. There's nothing that's, that's in the way of you believing that. Much any camera comes to missing your exit. And obviously there's a very strong this to your belief in Ashgacha Pratis. Like, you know, you're going to be late for your appointment, you're going to, miss your, you're going to lose your job, uh, you're going to, whatever it is, there's a this. But when it comes to a nice regular day, and, you, and you're looking around you, and, you, and you're misbehaving in, in your life and in the world, so there's nothing that's opposed to your to your exercising your belief in Hashgachim practice, and that's how you build up your belief. Not when it comes to any type of a crisis where there's a hisnagdus, where there's some contention or opposition with with your moon in Hashgachim practice. That's what he says. He says. This is what we work with. And then, when the Taka comes to a difficult situation where there is a crisis, misbind them. And you think. If you feel that you're prepared to use this exercise, strengthening your amuna and focusing on your amunah pratis when it's a crisis, that's terrific if you could do that. If you feel that you could do that, and it's going to work, and you're not going to get crazy, you're not going to scream, you're not going to start crying, and so on, but if it's at the time of... If you, if it's at the time of the crisis, if you see that what happens to you is that you work on these things and it's nice, but then when it comes to a crisis, you forget everything you learn. You forget everything you learn when it comes to a difficulty, and then you start crying or getting upset and being angry. Right? I mean, this happens many times. Right? This happens many times. What does it mean? It means that. That that I I might have been working on this on my emuna and hashgacha pratis, but when it came to a certain crisis, it didn't help me. It doesn't work. when I came to the crisis, in other words, not only that, not only did that work, it could be that I was the one that was giving the shear, right? Could even be the person who's giving the shear right now. So we're talking about we're talking about emuna hashgacha pratis, and then when it comes to some some minor crisis, an arishkai. Like missing your exit. When it comes to something in life, so then you lose it. You forget everything that you learned. You forget everything you learned. And this happens very often. Then, so what's your avayda afterwards? So your natural instinctive reaction would be, I'm the biggest phony. I'm the biggest hypocrite. I haven't accomplished anything. I'm working on this thing of belief in of my practice for the last, you know, for the last week already. A whole week I'm working on this. And the second something doesn't go my way, I'm already screaming and yelling and, you know, carrying on. 
So the natural instinct is to say that it's all hafalim and it's worthless. Remember, this goes back to why does a person have that reaction? This goes back to what I was talking about two weeks ago. Most of us have never ever really built Aramuna step by step. We were told certain things and we rely upon those things and every now and then we like to have some Hisiris. Remember what I was talking about that? What does it mean some Hisiris? You like to hear like a good schmooze. So someone gives you Hisiris. Or you see some, you know, some special amazing story of Ashgachar Pratis. You know, the person that I was talking about last week, somebody uh, falling off a mountain and then uh, the train, the uh, car passed by with you know, feathers. And, uh, and then they write up in all the newspapers, and then all the Jewish newspapers, amazing stories of Ashgachar Pratis. So, Mostly that's how we've gone all of our lives. What we've never really developed emuna. We were told to have emuna, and we said, okay, okay. Since we're little, we hear about Hashem. Okay, we believe in Hashem, and we get a cap- <clears throat> we get occasional injections. You know, you hear some nice nigunim, and you and you see something that happens, something beautiful, or you hear something, and you hear shmuz, and you hear different another shmuz, another shmuz, and then when it comes, but when it comes to to a difficulty in life. When it comes to some difficulty in life, you don't find that that any of that worked for you, and you still fell much of it either into anger or into depression or to despair. So what you're saying is that so what the point? Why is a person? Why would a person be misyaj? Why would he give up hope? In other words, here he calls himself a mammon, and he's working on him when he's got a protest. Already, let's say a week, two weeks, three weeks, he's working on this onion. But then he sees once again, like if the kid did something bad at home, and he starts yelling at his kid. And then the kid goes to sleep, and the, when they're sleeping, they're also deacon, right? So then he sits and he cries, I can't believe I did it again. And here I'm learning Bilvavi Mishkan and I'm working on this Indian, and I'm thinking about Hashkach this and anyway, I get angry at my kid. So why would he be Messiah? Why would he give up hope? The Territz is, he gives up hope because he never ever really built anything in his life. All he ever got were like these quick fixes of things. Now when you're a person when you're a person that that that, that works hard and long, for instance, and I have to explain this in a delicate way, but since you don't know me as somebody that's so delicate so I can talk straight. It's a small chaver. You know, there's a difference between people who became wealthy over seventy five years and people who became wealthy over five years or even wealthy over one chasna with a rich father in law, right? There's a big difference. You understand the difference. Somebody who became wealthy over 70 years of working 16, 17, 18 hours, person a whole life of hard work. Those people that are like that, and I've seen, I've met many people like that, they're very hard to break. They don't fall apart, like when it's a bad day in the market or something or this investment. They don't fall apart because their whole, all of their wealth is a binion. It's one brick, another brick, another brick. Like a lot of the Jews from Sheza Plate that came to America, they didn't have a penny. They didn't, they didn't fall into any wealth. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't marry some uh, pretty little rich girl, right? They, 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 uh, they, they came without anything. And and another job, and then this. And then every day over years and years and years, it's a binion. They know how to live with their wealth. They know how to spend their money. When they lose their money, they could deal with it. When they lose money, they know how to deal with it. Because their entire wealth is a binion. It's built. When you get the nove rich, which is the newly rich, you know, the the you know the new rich that uh, fell into some money or they made a couple of deals or somebody gave them a couple of dollars and they already you know they already uh, they already want to you know be rich You know what I'm talking about. So when they have the slightest when there's the slightest setback, 
you see a lot with this chavra, total yeish. Total yeish. Then it's yeish. They get depressed, they get depressed. That's a broken. And my father's not, he's not a wealthy person, but he was always comfortable. Always not, I mean, when he came to America, he, he was working in these horrible, horrible places, like a lot of the, oh, those Jews were horrible. And I told you once last year that there was a mice that, that, that something with gold, the whole thing that happened, and my father, my father could have made on that, I'm talking about around 30, 35 years ago, could have made at that time about $950,000. But my uncle, my father and my uncle always do things together. And they decided, my uncle said that we should sell. And and if they would have if they would have held on to that, so they, then then in those days almost a million dollars. How do I know all this? Because my mother told me the whole thing. Cause she's so upset with it, my uncle. <laughs> so so my mother my mother got it was with the newspaper or the radio. There was a big feel in London, something with the gold. I don't know. And not in the shoes, the other way, it went good. I don't remember, but it was, it was bad for my father. And it was because they sold, my father and my uncle sold what they had. So he broke, they broke even. They broke even. I mean, a few dollars more, but it wasn't an oyster. They broke even. And, and my mother was with the newspapers. We came home, I came home from Yeshiva. My mother was, I can't believe it. And my uncle, but how, how come daddy listened to them? You know, the whole thing. And, and then my mother, of course, she said to me, don't, when daddy comes home from work, don't say anything about it. Because my father never read newspapers. And, just, just uh, once the Yiddish newspaper once a week, so he didn't he didn't, he didn't know about what happened probably. So my mother said, "Don't tell Daddy anything. I want to be able to enjoy supper. It should be quiet. Don't say a word to Daddy." So my sister and I said, "I'm not going to say anything." So my father comes in, and my mother goes like this. <laughs> you know, my mother goes. Ah. My father says, "What's the matter?" Was, nah, <laughs> nah, if you eat. And like my sister, I remember looking like what happened to the whole, like this whole plan we had, you know, everything's gewaldic. And I said, nah, you, you didn't see the newspaper? My, my mother said, you didn't see the newspaper? My father said, why, Some, something happened? He was afraid, you know, something got hurt, I had to sell, what, what, what? So my mother says, no, and she gives the newspaper <laughs> with the big headlines with the whole mess, whatever happened in London with the gold. And my father looked at it for a second. I'm telling you, because you can't fake that. You know what I'm saying? You could tell stories, but you can't fake it. Because I was sitting there, and, and, and my father read this thing, and he looked at it, and he understood. And, and he took out a thing. He was making a cheshman, and he looked at this, and he said, and he just said, children okay, everybody's all right. What's for supper? That was it, man. <laughs> it wasn't ki That, for me, was the biggest lesson I ever learned in my life. And I, and I, and I asked my father, I said, Afterwards, I said, Dad, you're not, you're not upset? My father said, what? Money. Money. He's like, he was disgusted. Like, that, that's upset. He says, you're healthy. My father always said, I never thought I was going to have any of this. A wife, children. This is all a gift from the Bani Anything extra? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be upset that I didn't get more bonuses? It's not coming to me to begin with. I should have lived past the rest of my family, and that I have a wife and I have children, so now I also have to be rich. But it was al hamakam it wasn't like something you could make up. Because these were Jews that that lived from the moment they were in the world, it was binyon and building. But this new breed of where we come from, where everything has to be a certain fist, and, and these are not binyon, we're all living in his service. Everything in his service. Good, but that's why we need, that's why people need so much entertainment. They need to go to, to shows and to movies. You get, the, you get, you get people that they're ready. There are people that are married 10, 15, 20 years. They're ready 40 years old, 
45 years old and they still feel like they have to go to Mitzvah Shabbos to go to some place. They can't be home. And, you know, they have to do things and have his iris, Elvis, his iris, his iris. What are we doing? Where are we going? What is his iris? Everything's his iris. For the people who belong to his iris club, right? So when, when something is not good, they fall to pieces. They fall to pieces. So what's the eight? So the eight is, you know, we're going to have to leave the children with the, with the grandparents for two weeks and we have to go. So we have to get away. We have to get away. And tell my, my parents' generation and many of your parents' generation, where did they go to get away? There were no grandparents, right? Where was they? There was nothing. You dealt with the inyonim in life because all of life was a binion. They never saw life as anything that you just that happens like a, like a flash. Everything is built. One bit, one stone, one, another stone, another stone. That's how it is. That's how, and that's and and the male you understand that when a person is even in the Havajas Hashem, if you're working on believing in Hashgacha Pratis and you're working on that a little bit, but and, and then it comes, God forbid, to some difficulty or crisis, and and you see that 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 you're still depressed, or you're still tzibrachim, or you get angry, and 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 then you don't understand. So how could it be? I was working on this Indian of this is the same thing like a person says, how could it be? I, I'm already I'm already, you know, uh, I'm, I'm already working at this job for, for three weeks and I'm not a millionaire yet. It's the same svar. Because it's, you have to build that up. You have to build it up. It takes years. That's why he says, says Your avayda therefore at that time, if you see that you if you see that it didn't work for you, and that you got angry or you fell apart, then you have to re- at least to recognize that that once again that w- not to be misyayish, not to try more. Means you have to work on it more and to build it up more. And you realize that that tshuva means your your reaction at that time was not does not was not a reaction that was true. The true reaction is, of course, emuna and belief in the Rebbeinu Shalom, and that every single thing that happens is from the Rebbeinu Shalom. That's the true reaction. And to least, means to be aware and to acknowledge that there's a contradiction between what? There's a contradiction between what I know and what I feel. Because I know that this couldn't have happened if Hashem didn't want it to happen. I know that. Now, if I know that, then how come I'm screaming and crying? So the terrorist is that what you know hasn't yet changed how you feel. I, until now, how come I didn't lose my temper the last two weeks? It's like, you know, I remember Lahavdal, I remember there was once a cartoon I saw when I was a kid that there was a, there was a boy, there was a cartoon about a, a, there was a boy that he didn't speak. Since, since he was, he never said anything. He was Lalani who was not able to speak. He was mute. And, uh, and they tried, they took gold of the doctors and gone, nothing helped. So one time they're sitting around, the, they're sitting on the table and, uh, and this kid says, Hey, Mark, can you pass the ketchup? He never said a word his whole life. He just says, Hey, Mark, can you pass the ketchup? So they all start crying. And they fall on the floor. You know, everybody's like... And, 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 and they say to him, how come, how come you never said anything before? So he said, Because the, I always had the ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> the ketchup was always here. It was the first time they didn't have the ketchup. So. so he said, Hey, can you pass the ketchup? So what does that mean? It means that a person has... A, there are many, many things that a person, that a person knows... He has that potential. He has those. He has, in other words, it's something that he understands. So how come, if I understand it in my head, and how come I'm still getting angry, still screaming? The terror is that for the past two weeks, I didn't get angry. Why didn't I get angry? Because nothing upsetting enough happened to get me angry. 
Nothing upsetting in that happened. You know, you know everybody has its exeira, and everybody has in his life at least one person that knows how to get you angry. You know what I'm saying? That knows how to just say the right word, or to, do so, or to look, or press something, to get everybody's Everybody has to have such a person. That, there's a, that the person gets you upset, gets you angry. Sometimes even just seeing the person. So you think that you were a bit tzaddik because for the last two weeks you get, didn't get angry, get upset. No, it just means that you didn't have a big enough nisai. But you, don't, you never cured the problem. The problem is a, is a problem of amuna. You never cured it. So it means at least, although, at least, at least you're admitting and you're acknowledging that the fact that I know that Hashem is behind everything, the fact that I know that hasn't changed my, my I haven't changed emotionally that when I come to a difficult enough when I come to a difficult difficult enough hisnagdis contradiction or opposition to that knowledge that God is every, is everything, that I lose my temper. All it means is that for the past two weeks there was nothing that was fighting with my belief in Hashgah Pratis. There was no strong opposition. But if there would be a strong opposition, if there would be a strong opposition. So again, I, I'm using Michelle like this only because it's a small habit to use Michelle. It's a simple motion. Can, can you imagine if a husband and wife, they just got chas and they just got married, and, 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 uh, and everything's beautiful, gewaldi. And, and the wife is sitting there talking to the husband, there's someplace in the park, and there's a pretty girl that passes by. And she sees her chas and the husband, she sees her husband. Like trying to have a little bit of a look, you know, to see this girl. So the Kala is very, very broken. The Kala says, "The Kala said, you, you told me that you, you, you told me that you love me, and you told me that I'm beautiful, and you told me that you would never ever look at anybody else, only at me, right?" So what if the husband would say, the husband says, "I never saw anybody as beautiful as that." <laughs> that, that, that that's new. That was a chiddush. That that latest one, that was a chiddush. That doesn't make it feel better. Because all, all, all that he's saying is that I never cured my problem of straying eyes. I never was entirely yours, one million percent belonging to you. It's just that until now there wasn't a pretty enough girl in the last two weeks since we're married that would distract me from looking at you. But now this girl is a chibish. So that so when it comes to Avedis Hashem, when it comes to Avedis Hashem, so you could you could go in all these programs, the anti Lashnahar, like I spoke about, the anti caste You could take all of these programs and you could read some of the latest stories of Tzadikim who never got angry, right? And the latest stories of Tzadikim who never spoke Lashnahar and all those things. And you, and you, and you have your calendar with the Lashnahar and the anti, all those Midas, Tikkun Amidas things. And then, and, and you see that it was going Givaldic for two weeks, you didn't say any Lashnahar. You didn't say Lashnahar, and then someone says, uh, but, but you remember you remember from yeshiva so and so and that's the guy that you hated most in yeshiva right so then all of a sudden there's no Shemir Salashim but then you don't understand but I was working at Shemir Salashim for two weeks how come how come that happened to me how could I fall so you just have to you have to be honest and say I haven't yet I know what I'm not allowed to do and I and and, and I don't feel it yet to a point that it's mamish who I am and therefore, the only reason I was successful for these past two weeks is because there wasn't a strong enough hisnagdus, opposition, in other words, there wasn't a good enough piece of Lashon Hara to throw me off course. But I have to work on it, not to be misyayish, so to keep on working. Because was better this week. The last two weeks was better, because with other things that normally I say Lashon Hara, I didn't. And with other things that get me angry, I was better. 
or in this case of the chassan, there are other, and, and that maybe he was working on it. So he didn't look so much. Let's say he didn't look at magazines or movies or things. So he was better. So he was nuchshul. Sure what happened? So the very, very, very pretty girl passed by. So he was nuchshul. Sure. Okay, so so one added, one reaction could be everything was worthless. Garnish. I'm working on Shemir Sinai for two weeks. Nothing. Varaya. A girl walked by, and, I, and here I am again with the same Indian. And this guy especially feels bad because he's a chassan, right? So he said, I'm working on this, and, and I'm a chassan, and, and I was nechshel. So the the uh, the ones who are the Hisairis people, not the Binyanim people, the ones who are just, everything has to be the way, has to be right now. So he has a chalisa das, and he gives up. But a person who's working on himself knows, no, bro, Hashem, you know what? I was better. Because I'm not looking at the same things that I've, that I've normally looked at over when I was growing up. And over the years, I've looked at a lot of crazy things. I'm not looking at it anymore. And I'm not saying in a lot of those Muhammads. But right, that a girl came mamish passing by five feet from me in such a, in such a way, in such a, and to look like that, there was such a hisnagdas to my, to my Kabbalah in Shemir Sainayim. It was such an opposition to that that I, 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 I lost that battle. I lost that battle. Other up. That's right, right. He's accomplished those and those he's got it, he has under his belt. But a person doesn't take credit, he doesn't realize how much he's accomplished. Because he's Messiah, because now Sophie had a bad thing and he, and he had a bad thought and it was uh, it was not it wasn't good. But 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 he has a binion that he's working on, and it's a binion. So beside it, at least he's acknowledging and he's admitting that I don't yet have, I don't yet have in me an emotion that is so completely uh, that recoils from from seeing something like you know like by the big tzaddikim that that there'd be anything that they, it was to them like looking at a you know like something from the bathroom. So we don't have so a person doesn't feel it. it's a very big madriga. But, it, but he knows that he has to go back and work on this. It's a binion. It's a binion. And there was a little bit of a setback. It doesn't mean that the whole thing is falling apart. It's a binion. And you're working on it. That's what he's saying. But at least the beginning is to know, that, to acknowledge that there's, that there's a problem. I know what's right, but I don't feel it yet. That's good. To know that's a, that's a chashuga thing. That's a chashuga thing. Not like those nice Jews who are trying to recreate and to redefine what's right and what's wrong. You know, people are changing. People are changing what's right and what's wrong, so to to accommodate their 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 um, um, averus. You understand? So you have a person that says there's nothing wrong with going to a movie. There's nothing wrong with with, with, with swimming with with ladies. These things. Really, there's nothing wrong. There's a, there's a, we have we We believe in Teresh We have we have Shulchanar. We have Poskim. You know, you, you ask the Pesach whether or not this is Hamas, it's not Hamas, but you didn't ask whether the television is Hamas or not. I mean, it's ridiculous. How could a person say such a How could a person say that? Who says that it's bad to go to the movies? Who said? Did you, did you ask the stipler or somebody? Who, 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 what do you mean, who said? The terrorist says that, that when the person, that when the, the, the person Seichel is off, that's much more dangerous. You see, this person is able to say, after working on yourself, you're able to say that there's a, there's a problem. There's there's a disconnect between what I know and what I feel. Say that. At least you know the truth. At least you know the truth. Mashaina came if a person doesn't even know the truth. If he doesn't know the truth in his head, he's convincing himself intellectually that there's nothing wrong with these things. So then, so then, how's that supposed to change? He doesn't he doesn't have to feel in any way 
any regret or any remorse but to work on anything at all so what's happened what a lot of Jews did when they realized that they can't contend with the modern world is they just created something they called it modern orthodoxy but they created something to be able to allow certain things to allow certain things to say like it's mutlach mutlach so this way not only do they not feel that it's us they don't even think it's us they don't even think it's us so you can go you can go uh, I was a chasna with a summary that, that teaches Torah and, and, and he went and he went he teaches Torah he's a rabbi he's a rabbi of a, of a shul someplace it's called an orthodox shul I mean it's not such a orthodox shul but it's called an orthodox shul and I'm staying at the house and he goes he's going over to women he's giving this one a kiss he's giving this, he's giving this one a hug in front of everybody so so how could that be such a thing could be such a thing so you're going to say to him if, you, if I would say to him if you would stop him and say Rabbi do you think that that's right do you think that that's right he wouldn't say no it's terrible I know it's wrong I know it's wrong but I had an Esaian and I felt an Esaian I have a hergish like this he wouldn't say that he would say well there's a shach and uh, I saw other you know, rabbis that did this because we wanted to be in the car of people and he would say some crazy fuck with the svaris like there's no shortage you know he would say svaris some kinds of svaris they'll tell you Rambam they'll tell you Rambam they'll say Rambam the Rambam was like this is not clear he said but that's the Rambam he says you know you can medaik in the Rambam who's medaik like that in the Rambam he's medaik in the Rambam like that you heard from somebody like that. like that. This person should never be misyaish because this person knows what's right. He just doesn't feel it yet strongly enough to keep him from always from always being on guard, so he could fail. The other guy, the other guy, is this 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 rabbi is totally off because even in Seichel he doesn't have it right. So he doesn't have to feel. There's nothing to talk about. There's no. There's never going to be a malacha of working on a hergish like that. So it's going to be Mashiach to come and say that that's not the Pshat the Rambam. He's going to go, oh, no kidding. Uh oh. Well, look what's going to happen when Mashiach comes. That's not what the Rambam meant. I mean, I'm not allowed to, I'm not allowed to hug, you know, you know, the lady at the, the Chasna. Uh oh. So what's going to be? So this person is already in better shape. Mahalach said the last line, but Surah shall Oid Prat for Oid Prat. This Mahalach that we're learning now. That you don't that, that you work on belief in Ashgacha Pratis and that on the Oid Prat, Oid Prat, on the simple everyday things, on a regular day, not when it gets to a Nisayan, before it gets to a crisis. Everyday things, you work learning the Indian and practicing and, and, and using the using some of the exercise that we've been talking about the whole time. Then Nitala Hamshik Aisashana. Shnatsayim Afmaivalisa. You work on this a year, two years, even more. Stopping during the day, thinking about Hashgacha Pratis, on small little things in your life, on things that are going on around you. Mamish thinking about it, saying things under your breath about how the Bani Shalom is here, Mamish, this second, every single thing that just happened right now, that this moved here, or that I moved my hand, it's only with the Bani Shalom that I could do such a thing. You do this for a year, for two, even more. His kadmus ha'avayda ain't in the kvas. Next page. Al piluach zmanah. There's no specific calendar for when you finish. It's not like a course that you have a semester and you finish. Lefi his kadmus benefish benekudes pshutais ktanais achisaydis. You have to work lefi his kadmus benefish with progress inside of you. Nekudas pshutas again, working with simple nekudas, ktanai, small nekudas achisaydis but basic, small simple things but very basic things in life. 
Omnam. But suicide devarim kafisha hamadnu ay samanata yesh no chisar muslim. However, in the way that we've learned things until now, there's a certain chisar, there's a certain problem. Shapal yetsay shalom achuluk l'shnaim. This could be, this problem can be divided into two, into two parts. B'derach havay dezum. Be'etzam ha'adam chay levad. In this way of avoiding, be'etzam a person lives by himself. What does that mean? It says, "Hum is bainin v'kach shakadosh baruch hu oyses eskol." He thinks about this. He remembers what that Hashem does everything. He's misbeinin in this nakuda. That kadosh baruch hu oyses eskol. That everything Hashem does everything. Who yadei he knows shaguf einal margish. He knows on the other hand, even though my seichel tells me that God does everything, I don't feel that way. My body and who I am doesn't feel that way. The body, it's, I don't feel consciously that, that this is from God. I know it is, but I don't feel that way. The Seichel knows that everything is from Hashem. And what are you, what's this guy trying to do? He's working himself more and more and more to what? To believe that everything is from Hashem. To the point that one day I'll actually feel that. At the time that he's trying to acquire this, he says to himself, He says to himself, I know that the only one who can determine what's happening right now is Hashem. Only Hashem controls the world. It's only through Hashem that my hand can move. As I say, that the chair can move. As Anom, the clouds can move. As Hashemish, the sun. Hayerach, the moon. The Chol Marechas Tzvashem, all the stars, everything. As Akol, who is Baruch Manik, every single thing the Baruch Shalom is Manik. Everything the Baruch Shalom is is controlling, is moving. Everything. And everything is clearly, clearly directed with Ashgachah Pratis. And the person takes a certain detail of all of this. And he begins, and he takes that one Nakuda. Let's say he thinks about his hand moving. He thinks about the sun. And he's misbeining. He goes into this deeper and deeper and deeper. Mayos, hundreds of Alpha Pam, even thousands of times. So what's missing? It sounds great, right? This is the problem. He's thinking about it in his head. He's not doing this. Cheshben with Hashem. What does that mean? Elevai is doing it by himself. It's true. He's trying to live a life of faith in Hashem. He's not living with Hashem. The true way to do this, and much you'll have much stronger and faster results, is if you do it with the Rabbi Shalom. Now, what does that mean? With the Rabbi Shalom. Ma'am Chazal Hanal, we learned the Ma'am Chazal we were talking about last week. A person can't nick his finger in this world unless it was declared, unless it was proclaimed above that that's what's going to happen. So other mazes etzbaovaimlas. A person moves his finger and he says to himself, "Me mazes etzba, ani or Who moved my finger? I moved it. It was up to me or he can use that method of speaking and they'll have limited results especially if it gets to a crisis there'll be limited results he could change the nusach of how he says this the same idea but he changes the nusach what's the nusach? he says like this 
This is a big, big cloud. It doesn't take any more time. And the results are dramatically stronger and faster. He says the same question. Who moved my hand? But instead of saying, instead of saying, was it me or was it, or was it Hashem? He doesn't say that. He says, Mi mezes asayad, ani or ata, me or you. You. He talks to Hashem. Not me or God, but me or you. Ani or ata, Rabbi Shalom. Climber, humadabir im hakadash baruchu. He's living all of his life in a constant dialogue with Hashem, not just about Hashem. Did this happen? For, did I do this or did Hashem do it? No. Is this me, Rabbi Shalom, or is it you, Rabbi Shalom? It's a huge difference. Lashon Neichach, Loi Lashon Nist in a direct language, not indirect. Avaydes Adon Tzichelios Loi Mitach Nifrodes Hashem. All of our avaydes in trying to become greater Jews and trying to have more emunah, all of that must not take place in a state while you're working on being a bigger believer. You're working on that by yourself, without God. You're working on a life about God. But the, but he's saying is we have to work on living with God and and talking to Him in such a way. The very work that you're doing on acquiring Emun and Hashem, you don't do that by yourself. You do that in HaKadosh Baruch You do that with HaKadosh Baruch Not that you believe in Hashem. This is the true way to serve Hashem and the pure, more refined way. This will strengthen your Emunah and your attachment to Hashem, your relationship with Hashem. By working on your Muna while speaking it over with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, not about Hashem, but with Hashem. Other mazes are sayyad. A person moves his hand. Again, you don't, you don't wait to some, God forbid, some crisis. A simple thing, you move your hand. You, you exercise this once in a while. You move your hand. You say to Hashem, I feel it feels to me like 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 my moving the hand is totally something that I'm in control of. But I believe, I know, and I believe, you Hashem Baruch, are the one who enabled me to move my hand. It doesn't depend on me. And so it is with every single nakuda of his bindus. He looks in the sky and he sees the clouds are moving. He speaks to Hashem, not about Hashem who moves the clouds, but like a child who speaks to the Rebbein Who's moving the clouds? Is it the wind that is moving them? Or you, the Rebbein you yourself, you, you Hashem's Baruch, in all of your splendor, in all of your glory, you're the one that's moving the clouds. This is how the Chavetz Chaim spoke. This is how, this is how they, all, all the Tzaddikim live this way. But I need to ask the question first? You just can just it's, say the statement. It's always better to ask it. It's always better to ask. That's why we spoke about this once. That's why the whole, the biggest night of Amuna on the Jewish calendar is, is Pesach. That's why everything is Manishtan Why don't we just say, Avadam Ayinu? Manishtan Aylaylas and Aylaylas. How is it different? That's, that's, how, that's the strongest Limud. It drives it home. Every good teacher, right? That's how. That's how. That's how you get. First, that's, the that's how you acquire. It. Yeah, yeah, because over there, because a person, because he's talking about a person studying philosophy or, or thinking about what you know, philosophical inquiry. So he says, you, to do such things, you first have to know ain't 
There is nothing like God. It's only Hashem. Then you want to talk about it, you can say Mikalakain. Mikadanaina. But it has to be first stark Enkilakain. But but to ask then a person has to make a statement first. That, right? But but when it comes to being Mechazik a person's amuna and building a person's amuna, it's with a question. It's with a question. It's much stronger like that. I feel, and it feels to me, that the only reason the clouds are moving is because of the wind. That's how it feels to me, that it's just the wind that's moving the clouds. But the truth is, I know. But I know that the truth is that it's only you, that you're moving the clouds. There is a certain Bechina, which we'll talk about later on, where a person first speaks more within himself and to himself, and only afterwards he directs his, his words to Hashem. But we'll talk about that more later on. That's not, we're not up to that. The beginning is the beginning of, of working on Zamuna, the Sharish of one's Zamuna, has to be in such a way. It means in a conversation with the Barsham. The Barsham, I know that it's you. When you feel it, and then, and then, and then if you're working on it enough, then you miss your exit on the road, or something else happens, and you're able to say, Why did I, you're able to, uh, how come this happened to me? And you speak to it and say, Because you wanted me. Not, that, not like people say, Because I know that it's Bashir. Because otherwise, if I would have gotten no fear, I would have maybe gotten to an accident. No. I know that it's Bashir. But to speak to you, Barsham, you, you mamish. Took my eyes off for the highway. Your mamish, your mamish turned the wheel in my hand. It's you. By speaking words with the rebbeinu that a person is able to be mashish that they should become mamish, mamish a part of him and who he is. I will continue next time. I have to have to get someplace. Yeah. Also, not next week. Yeah, make, make a similar. Yeah, sure, Jeff. If there's a change, we'll send If there's a change, then you let me know. Let, let me know. <laughs> <laughs>